Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. circumstances and sometimes you just got to take a step back and survey the scene please welcome to the show the godmother of all awesome fandomness the one the only the legit granny as i like to call her granny hulkster well hello b train hello wrestling fans all over the world so glad to be with you again today yes that's you know what's up United States or America, of course, uh, Australia, UK, Latvia, Indonesia, Hong Kong. All my fans that I've gained, I love you. Thank you so much. This is not a retirement speech. Uh, hello, Eugenia. I don't know how you. Hello, Eugenia. Hello, Eugenia. Granny sends her love. <laughs> yeah, and she goes, Well, hello, fellow fan. I can't speak English, she says, but she goes, nice try, but I'll listen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, a lot going on in wrestling, Granny. Uh, There's a lot of people leaving the WWE. Um, TJ Perkins, Ty Dillinger, I don't know who else. And I, I try to keep focused on a lot of these things, you know, to keep up with what's going on. I saw that the Undertaker uh, was cited at an AEW press conference. So, wow! You know, I always said last, yeah, I I believe this company, if they got the attention of the Undertaker, The Rock, that AEW is possibly you know going to be similar to WCW. And I've said this, it's it's healthy have competition because then that drives you to have a greater or better product. Uh, last night on Monday Night Raw was the 70th celebration of the legend, the Hall of Famer, Ric Flair. <clears throat> so, 
Yeah, there's a lot going on on Monday Night Raw last night. Um, it's, there's been a lot of talk shows here and there, Granny, that have come through Monday Night Raw. One in particular, uh, Moment of Bliss. I, you know, Alexa, I don't know what it is, why they're portraying her as a flirty character, but I'm okay. I'm okay with that because it's funny. I don't know how many girlfriends Corey Graves has, but geez, Lou, maybe not. Maybe so, but it's Mandy Rose. He's probably got. Alexa he's probably Bliss. got numerous. I mean, he's probably he probably thinks himself as a great ladies' man, and he's probably got numerous women out there just flocking after him. But I mean, I I get it. You know, Jerry the King Lawler at one point, you know, was the same commentating style, but. <laughs> It's it's not folks. I'm just don't misunderstand me. I'm not. Well, some parts of me thinks that Corey Graves <clears throat> is a bit pretentious, and you know, and I say this, you know, pretentious as in his character, not Corey Graves outside of the commentating booth, you know. And Renee Young does a phenomenal job of keeping him in check on Monday Night Raw, and I wish she would announce yes, she does. on live. That'd be you know, granted, she does a great job during the panel. Um, if she, I mean, she used to be a part of the panel. Now they made her a full-time commentator. But anyways, folks, uh, Finn Balor defended his Intercontinental Championship impromptu fashion against Leo Rush, the little runt. I mean. And Bobby well, Lashley Rush wasn't kind of, too happy about that, you know. But, um, of course, I'm got not a, I mean. It is what it is, fans, but, you know. <laughs> so, you gotta take so your be trained. Yeah. So what did you think of how Monday Night Raw ended last night when they got to the point of Ric Flair's celebration? You have Shawn Michaels come out. You have Ricky Victor Dragon Steamboat come out. You have Sting come out. You have Kurt Angle come out. And all of a sudden, they announce Ric Flair, his music hits, and they're all waiting for Flair. And all of a sudden, you see someone in the back grabbing the cameraman and running into Flair's dressing room. Of course, I knew who it was before he even took off the sunglasses. And then he comes out, dragging Flair out of the dressing room, takes off the sunglasses, and it's like, now that I have your attention, Hunter... And Triple H runs to the back of the ring. I mean, back to the back, you know. And basically, and Batista's nowhere to be found. So, what did you think I of that? To, I kind of was not expecting this. Otherwise, you know, Cage Side Seats was reporting it. And all the other websites have been reporting Dave Batista returning to Monday Night Raw to, you know, call out Hunter. At the last celebration, Granny, on SmackDown Live's uh, 1,000th episode, you heard Batista say to Triple H, you've never beaten me. And that kind of clicked right. in my head. I, I kind of clicked in my head, is this going to happen at WrestleMania? Because, I mean, let's see here. Hunter's track record of WrestleMania isn't so great. I mean, he's got a win-loss record. Let's say that. Most of us can't say that. But Batista and Triple H do have history, folks, from when – they began a four horsemen like similar group uh, called Evolution. Evolution in 2000. Yes, and I believe that group was 2002 or 2004, probably 2003, whatever, when the inception of that group happened. Batista was the muscle 
guy for that group. He was basically Triple H's hired hitman. You know, take out Bill Goldberg's leg. Okay, so he takes it out. Take out Randy Orton, so he took him out. But the problem and is... That's what I, yeah, and that's what I mentioned to Big Swing last night, you know, because we were talking about that at the end of our show last night. I said, well, if you remember Big Swing, you know, Batista, Triple H, Ric Flair, Randy Orton was all a part of Evolution. They took out Randy Orton, and then they turned on Batista. So maybe this is Batista's way of maybe getting some revenge several years later. Who knows? I mean... (laughs) 14 years is a long time to hold a uh, grudge, but you know what they say is... (laughs) Grudge is more like, and, uh, I don't yeah. know. And, of course, you know, Becky Lynch being taken off to jail <laughs> yes, last night, you know. I mean, Ronda Rousey's uh, begging them to reinstate her for WrestleMania, and she lays the belt down and walks away. So I'm sure inquiring minds are wanting to know that, are we going to have a women's championship match at WrestleMania? You know, I mean, I, I, I love how they're doing this because it's building more suspense for the fans all over the world that are going to this event. And yes, folks, I will get to AEW later. They haven't even, they had an independent event. They've had a few independent events. They're going to air their stuff on CW. All I know is that there are several people being signed to AEW. But back to what I'm going to say about Becky Lynch. I love her to death because she's a relatable character to all of us. All of us have felt like, okay, this is the time where we need something or someone to look up to. And Becky is it. I love how they're playing Charlotte up to be the ultimate bad guy where, you know, she's spoon-fed because of her father's legacy. Um, Ronda Rousey, you know, for the first time, I actually agree with what she's saying. You know, do the right thing. Reinstate Becky. Because if you don't, it's just going to continue. And I bet you on SmackDown Live, she might be escorted out again. Who knows? And they say, well, she's in jail. Well, you know what, man? Here's what I'm going to tell you. If Becky's for the people, which I know she is, I feel that she is. Granny feels that she is. Big swing icon. We're all behind Becky Lynch because this is the first time since Stone Cold Steve Austin that we felt a sincere breakthrough character relate to their audience. Like, Becky Lynch is the perfect person to come away with the title after Mania. And yeah, you know, so what? She's not the cookie-cutter uh, person. But it's she's great. Becky's amazing, dude. On the mic, in the ring, outside the ring. What she does is she gets an audience going, man. Like, when she was arrested, Granny, I was like, yes, finally. Some moment on Monday Night Raw that <clears throat> could capture an audience versus my name is Paul Heyman. For the umpteenth time, my client will not show up to Monday Night Raw. So it's going to be very yeah, interesting. We, things are going things are going to get very interesting because because um, the way things are are um, happening, you know. 
so um, it's very, it's very, it's going to be very exciting. So. So there's that. There's also a no disqualification match between uh, Dean Ambrose and McIntyre, and uh, <laughs> I must say, it's high time that Elias, you know, he wasn't getting. He wasn't getting that much attention. Well, maybe he was. I'm not lying. I'm not gonna lie. He's just a freaking genius when it comes to miking and and you know performing whatnot. But Granny, so now there's four. Could we see the Shield for the last time ever at WrestleMania? I don't know. That's a good question, Jimmy. That is a good question to ask me. Uh, I don't do the booking, so I couldn't tell you because Ambrose was given a look by Seth and. Uh, Roman, which I was so glad to see him back because the FOT announced at the beginning of the show they kid, he stepped up to the plate, the pitcher threw the ball, and he didn't hit just a base hit. He hit a home run. He's in remission, so that means he's kicking cancer square in the ass. So... Well, personally, I was very, I was very happy to see Roman Reigns back last night, and you know it was kind of ironic how Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns came out to help Dean Ambrose last night. You know, so I mean, he kind of looked at them, and they looked at him. But, you know, rumors have it saying that, you know, Dean Ambrose isn't going to stay with WWE. So, you know, I I don't know where this is all going, but only time will tell. But, Granny, you know, it's inspiring because for people that have relatives that have cancer, I'm going to say this, folks, cancer is not... Um, it's not been, you know, very kind to my family. So seeing him in that ring and standing tall and giving a Superman punch or two probably meant the world to a lot of us um, all over the world, not just me, not just Tim Rockwell, not just others that have family members that have uh, have dealt with cancer, have lost a loved one because of it. But when someone says the words, I'm in remission, that's a good that's a good sign, and it was very uplifting, and it was very positive to see Roman Reigns come back to cheers instead of boos. And it's just, you know, it meant a great deal. It was very inspiring, very like, wow, you know, this is cool um, type thing because, like I said, my dad, he's doing awesome Um with his and he just wasn't day to day and when Roman stood in that ring and said the words guess what y'all I hit a home run I was, I was, I was like oh please be in remission please and when he said it I was like yes I was like this is awesome you know we get to see him do what he does best and kick ass and whatever so um so yes, folks, that's that's my take on the whole Roman Reigns situation. Um, Granny, you know what's kind of unnerving is that some people, not a lot, some people were like, oh yeah, he's just faking having cancer the whole time. I, I just responded on Instagram a few days ago saying, 
I don't believe that's true because how can you fake having cancer? You'd be a pretty big asshole to do so. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, it's cancer is just, gosh, it's just a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. I mean, I hate it. I hate the fact that kids have to deal with it, you know. I mean, I'm hoping one day they can find a cure for this horrible monster we call cancer, you know, but I don't know, you know. It, it is what it is, you know, when um, I, I think I, I expressed this on the show beforehand, but uh, when I was told the news, I um, I rocked back and forth and I cried because it doesn't hit home till, um it's a family member. And um, you would be lying to yourself if you weren't emotional when you were told the news that, hey, you know, um, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry, but, like, when you get told um, that your family member has it and you start to say, well, okay, it's good because they're going to – we're going to fight it and – you're going to continue to live like your life and you just go on about it. So for me, Roman Reigns is a big inspiration. I used to not care about his career, but now it's just like, man, if he can kick cancer's ass, that sends a good message to everyone, children, adults, um, teenagers. Because I actually uh, I contacted uh, one person who listens to this show and she is from Louisville, Kentucky, and she said, I listen to your show, and I just want to say thank you for uh, promoting the websites that help us, you know. She goes, it's, it's, it may not help much by doing it on a podcast, but at least you're getting a, some recognition, and she goes, I just want to say I'm 17 years old, and I, I love pro wrestling, and I have leukemia, and... I'm glad you guys recognized Roman Reigns a couple of times because he's actually one of my favorite superstars. Granny, I'm probably going to try and connect with Make-A-Wish if I can find out where this person actually, which hospital she's in, see if maybe Roman Reigns can pay a visit. So I'm going to get on that after I get off the show. So Kaylee, if you're listening, I love you, dear. Thank you so much for listening to this show. You kick ass. You kick cancer in the ass. You live to be 100, you promise me. And even if you don't, um, thank you for listening to us. That means the world to Granny and me. So, <clears throat> I, um, Moving forward, folks, uh, I think that what happened, uh, Granny, there's footage of what happened after uh, Ric Flair goes, was attacked. Uh, Jim, was it Jinder Mahal came out The Singh brothers tried to come out And celebrate with doing a Punjabi dance Or whatever it was Or an Indian dance And uh, Kurt Angle threw Jinder Mahal Over the top rope And then Shawn Michaels kicked both the Singh brothers in the face It was great Yes it was I mean <laughs> I, was, I was like That's what you get for trying to spoil a 70th celebration Yep. 
<laughs> but yes, folks, WrestleMania 35 is only a few. It's a month and a half away. I'm super excited. Um, I, of course, you know, have access to WrestleCon. A whole bunch of signings will be in the Meadowlands. Going to be in the hotel. I think, yeah, FBI will be there, Tommy Dreamer. A lot of former ECW guys will be at WrestleCon. Um, just a lot of big names. You can check out the WrestleCon website on rfvideo.com. Your tickets will be at a discount till March 20th. Go check it out. It is free to sign up. All you have to do is buy the package if you want an autograph or just a picture signing. So here's what I'm going to tell you, folks. Uh, the weekend of WrestleMania, if you don't have tickets, feel free. You know, hop online. There might be some scalpers out there outside MetLife Stadium. Just be sure that you um, know what you're doing because I've had a few friends get, you know, put in the slammer for buying tickets that were high-priced. So please be smart if you're doing it from Craigslist. My suggestion is be safe. Go online. Go to TickPick.com. That site, seriously, for real, is like StubHub but without the fees. So, yes, if you want to do StubHub, my friend, you're more than welcome. Whatever site works, Metro Seats, SeatGeek, Vivid Seats. Ticketmaster is going to tell you that it's sold out. It probably is. If you can find tickets that people are selling, great. Uh, also, if you have a horrible seat, you want to zoom in the pictures to make it look like you were sitting front row, uh, go to nuenewbie.com. It's a miniature telescope that fits on the end of your phone. And I took pictures last year, Granny, of WrestleMania 34. Uh, the kid, JJ, who's in the Hall of Fame, has the Warrior, uh, Dana Warrior Award, or the Warrior Award, uh, the recipient, that is. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, let's see who else. Okay, the Dudley Boys. I have a program, folks. I'm just too lazy to get up to read it. <laughs> you know. But I went to the Hall of Fame induction, so if you're going to Hall of Fame, which I finally granted got my ticket uh, last week. I'm so excited. D-Generation X is being inducted this year. A big deal, not because of the uh, gentlemen <clears throat> being inducted. They are awesome in their own right. But China, China is being inducted. And yes. she, is, she is one of the pioneers for <clears throat> why the women had evolution, why the women, you know, she's one of the many many, many talented women that have paved the way for today's generation of wrestlers. Um, so I'm excited, Granny, because everyone's been asking, you know, when is she going to be inducted? When is she going to be inducted? And finally, we get to see her. Well, you know, i, I got to throw this out here, B-Train. You know, doing our show last night, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, Ric Flair's birthday, of course. And so I mentioned on our show last night, I said, well, as long as we're talking about birthdays, I said, I just want to give a big shout out to my husband, David Burt, who's celebrating his birthday today. Yesterday was David's birthday. Happy birthday, David. He got a lot of birthday wishes on my Facebook page, you know, because he doesn't have Facebook, and that's okay. But, you know, it was kind of funny because Icon says, well, Granny, now, now wait a minute here. We had our show on your birthday, and now we have our show on your husband's birthday. My birthday is the day before my sh- our show. Big Swings is the day after our show. What? 
how how do you rate? I mean, getting our shows on your birthdays. I mean, what's so golden about that? And I said, hey, I called. I said, I'm Granny. You know, I'm special. But I said, no, fans, I'm really not special. I'm just me. But you know, just the way that it it worked out. So I thought that was kind of funny. You know that. You know. <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought that was kind of funny. You know, he humorous that David. David's birthday was on our, you know, our show last night was on David's birthday. And, you know, one of our guests that we had on our show last night was the widow of Bruiser Brody, which she was an amazing lady. I mean, I loved her accent. I loved to listen to that lady talk. I mean, she was awesome. She was absolutely amazing. And, you know, I, I, I love I love the guests that that we get you know on our shows sometimes I mean you, they're, they're absolutely amazing you know amazing people and it was amazing how she actually met him and how they actually got together I was like totally amazed how they actually got together so it was it was it was fantastic I'm glad because it's just like you know some people. You mean, and I'm going to say this to the fan that asks, you know, why it's important to uh, keep an open mind about guests. And I, I'm going to tell you, dude, uh, I've had guests on my show, and I'm going to have guests on this show. So if you're asking when, I've actually lined up a few openings on this show. There's a ton. Um, it's important to be cordial to your guests because if you're not, dude, it's like a job. If you're not cordial to your customers, are they going to want to come back? No. So just keep in mind, dude, if, you, if you're asking me, what was the I'm kind of confused. What's your question? Okay. Well, I'll get back to you. We're, you know, we got plenty of wrestling you know, to discuss. It's Wrestle underscore radio on the Instagram. Wrestle radio network forward slash facebook.com so we let me touch base with this some people leave some people don't I think this is the I believe just reassert my headset this is the point in the show where you can buckle up get ready one hell of a ride into my brain. And if you want to interpret my thoughts, feel free. <laughs> it's that time, folks. Off the rails. I haven't done this in quite a bit, but I figure when I out the last 18 minutes left, why not? Buckle up, peoples. And journey through my brain. Dig it. <laughs> Okay, so some people leave, some people come back. Well, I can tell you from experience, folks, there's a lot of people 
in wrestling that leave, and there's a lot of people in wrestling that come back. I give you an example. Okay, <clears throat> the most talked about, you know, leaving was Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega leaving New Japan or not leaving New Japan. Chris Jericho is probably another one. You know, if, if World Wrestling Entertainment could survive without Chris, and it's like, okay, look, I can say it from my perspective as to why some people stay and why some people come back. But that, you know, like I said, I don't speak on behalf of the wrestler community, but I should say from my perspective, if the timing is right and you're wanted back, cool. If you can adjust yourself to what the audience is now, you've got it down to some guys just have it, man. Jericho, Rhodes, Omega, the Young Bucks, Jay Lethal, Tommy Dreamer, you name it. These are the guys and gals, Trish Stratus even, Lita, they, um, Alexa Bliss, Ty Dillinger, TJP. There's a lot of people asking for their release. doesn't mean that it's the end of the world, that these people have no more, you know, they just, they just felt dissatisfied with where their career was going. And I, you know, I can't blame either one of these folks for saying, this is it, I'm done. I'm not, you know, it's not that I would love to continue working for WWE or New Japan or Ring of Honor. It's just, look, it all depends on the individual. That's what I always say. It all depends on, like, <clears throat> whether or not you are satisfied in your work environment. So, some people leave. Not the, like I said, it is not the entire end of the fucking fracking world if if they decide to pick up their shit and say, hey, I enjoyed my time here, but it's not working. So if they come back, it's, you know, like, okay, for example, Roman Reigns or Kevin Owens or Daniel Bryan or Paige at one point. It's because there's, in wrestling, we have this thing called an itch. It must be scratched. Because once you leave it, there's a party that wants to come back. There's a party that misses hearing the crowd react to what you say on the microphone or what you do in the ring. Kind of hard to explain, but I mean, it is what it is. And some of you are saying, well, I heard that they left because they had it out with Vince. Or I heard they left because they had it out with Hunter. Sometimes, folks, that's not the case. And uh, I just want to point out you can't pin the blame on one person as to why your career is either in the toilet or it's uh, it's flourishing. So <clears throat> that's what I wanted to touch base with you on off the rails is sometimes career choices in wrestling are kind of hard to, you know, come by. Now, Kurt's been hurt before. Does that stop him from wanting to get better? No. He's also, you know, told me several times this is extremely hard lifestyle, man, and I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but Granny knows, I know, because she has several friends in wrestling, some big names, like, oh, I don't know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer, <laughs> just to name a few. Trevor Murdoch, Trevor Murdoch. <clears throat> Trevor Murdoch. 
And I've met some other she big knows. names, you know, General Express, AJ Styles, Mickey Jane. I mean, Diamond Dallas yeah. Page. I mean, the list could go on. I mean, I Matt Hardy. I mean, I've I've met several names over the years, and I've been very blessed to get to meet these people. And Granny can tell you. They will tell the people that know Granny that it's a hard lifestyle to accommodate. Wrestling is because you know the fan asking, I want to get into pro wrestling school. So here's what I'm going to say to you. If you go to wrestling school, just go in it with an open mind and a clean slate. Don't go in there saying, I know this, I know that, you know, I, I did this before. No, you haven't because wrestling's always constantly evolving. And you also asked me to talk about this issue, why some people leave professional wrestling. Look, what you guys see on on camera and what you guys see on on the network or wherever whatever you guys decide to watch, it's none of my business. <clears throat> I love each and every single one of you. I'm just telling you from a worker's perspective, sometimes it's easy you know, to say, well, I don't understand why anyone would leave because of the money. Fisher and I touched base on this. It's not so much the mo- that money is the problem. It's the overall mental aspect of it. If your head's not in it and it's not clicking anymore, things are not going, you know, clicking on all cylinders. Like the crowd, the crowd has, you know, been wondering about Dean Ambrose. And I've been wondering too because his contract is not renewable in April, we all know he's on his way out. We don't know. I mean, it's very – this is a time in wrestling, Granny, that hasn't uh, happened since you and I watched the good old days of WCW, WWE, ECW. And there were a lot of guys leaving, and there were a lot of guys coming back. Um, one of the biggest – Acquisitions of WCW back in the day. You're gonna, you all are gonna hate me for saying this. Hulk Hogan. I don't care what you say, but he had a huge impact on the Monday Night Wars. So did Scott Hall, and so did Kevin Nash. So why did they yep. leave? Why don't you, I mean, look, table for three with uh, JBL, or no, it was JBL show. They said, we left because the money wasn't, you know, there. Our contracts were up. Ted Turner offered us more money and a more satisfactory, you know, more satisfactory type job. And um, sometimes, folks, when you go through, uh, <clears throat> That point in your career where you're just like, I've done pretty much all I've needed to do. Like, look look at the moments with Razor Ramon. Look at the moments with uh, Kevin Nash and as Diesel. I mean, he had some pretty historic matches. You know, Walter Payton was involved in one of the matches with Shawn Michaels and, and Razor Ramon. Not just the involvement with famous people, but, I mean, look, WrestleMania appearance. Who can say they were at more than one WrestleMania? As a as a wrestler, look at what Hogan did. He is like the Babe Ruth of professional wrestling. There's no denying that. 
what he when he transformed himself in WCW, it was whether you loved the NWO black and white or not, it was a movement, much like their influence. I mean, look, if if Cody Rhodes left and look at him, what he did in Ring of Honor, he became this huge phenomenon. Look at Kenny Omega. Look, you know, Kenny Omega once upon a time, folks, in 2004, tried out. Actually, 2006, my bad. Tried out for WWE, didn't quite make it. Kept wrestling, kept working, and then he made it to New Japan. So sometimes things don't work out when you first try them. Look at AJ Styles. AJ Styles had a dark match, I believe it was, against the Hurricane. And this was before TNA, before all the accolades that would soon follow for AJ Styles. AJ Styles left TNA because management wasn't what it was, you know, before. Bobby Roode left. A whole bunch of people. Uh, Kevin Owens, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Ricochet. They all decided to leave, folks, because they wanted to, you know, they want. it's not they wanted to, it's they were sought out. If you're sought out by talent scouts and they flash money in front of your face, it's not just about the money. It's like the timing. Uh, every you know, all cylinders are clicking. That's kind of the way I I view it. I could be wrong. I probably most likely am. But this is you know my show, and this is my opinion. So uh, you guys have your thoughts and opinions. I have mine, and Granny has hers. But Granny, I must ask, you know, isn't it kind of funny how things are starting to shape up like they did? Back in the days of the Monday Night Wars. Yep. Exactly. I mean, you know, lately, you know, since WWE has made this big announcement, we're going to give the fans what they want. So far, we've been seeing that, you know. And last night, Big Swing said, you know, he says, I got to say, Raw was absolutely halfway decent tonight. I mean, he actually, you know, and Big Swing, you know, Raw has not made him too happy for the past several months. But last night, he was very complimentary about Monday Night Raw. He said it was pretty decent. And, you know, from Big Swing saying that, that says a lot, fans. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, we've, we've sat here for months and just over and over and over again, and we're getting tired of you know, not seeing Lesnar show up, not seeing, you know, or him just showing up whenever he wants to, not being the true champion that he should be. You know, now all of a sudden we're getting to see what we want to see, less promos, more wrestling. You know, yeah, I mean, Big Swing was like, okay, it was great with Roman Reigns, but, you know, 20 minutes? Well, I'm sorry, you know. I have to kind of disagree with that in a, in, to a point because Roman had been facing this huge battle of his leukemia, and, you know, yes, he's in remission, and I'm so happy for him. I'm happy for his family. I mean, it was a very touching moment last night. So what? It took 20 minutes. Who cares? I mean, they made up for it by everything else that took place last night, as far as I'm concerned. And I think, you know, like I said, it was an inspiring moment, not just for 
people that are dealing with people who have cancer. It was an inspiring, uplifting moment for all the fans because I don't care if you're AEW. I do not care if you're Ring of Honor. You know, strictly those. But here's what needs to be said. 20 minutes, it was much needed. It wasn't wasted. It was much needed because everyone wanted to know how, you know, the status of what Roman was feeling. I mean, I did. You did. Other people did because, okay, you forget. He was the one universal champion that we all could get behind, some of us. Um, And he showed up to work. So 20 minutes to me is not a big deal for someone to get up on the microphone or get in the ring, get on the microphone, and just tell everyone – what he's been up to, because imagine, Granny, being in a hospital room, being in rehabilitation every day, and you don't you don't have any con- you have some contact every day, obviously through Twitter, through Facebook, whatever, because there's social media. But what if I were Roman, I would want to be in front of the fans again. I would want to send a message that is powerful, that's uplifting, that's positive, instead of, oh yeah, I'm gonna beat someone's ass tonight. You know, your stereotypical wrestling promo that was you know it was refreshing I thought so I thought so too I thought it was amazing and I I was very touched it was a very touching moment when he was hugging his mother and his family and you know they were there supporting him I mean the fans I mean the fans were amazing towards him I mean you know, I, I I saw nothing wrong with what took place last night. Nothing. I mean, it is like, it is what it is. Roman, you know, he announced that he had leukemia a few months back. It was very disheartening. Because he, you know, it said, you know, y'all are going to regret booing me. And like I said, I never really used to care for Roman, uh, Granny. I didn't mind him. I can tol- yeah, I could tolerate him as far as in-ring whatever uh, wrestling goes. I was never a big Roman Reigns fan up until, you know, he said to the world, um, hey, this is what's going on with me. I like wrestlers that relay to the audience the real selves. You know, it's seldom that they break character and just are themselves in front of an audience because... You're told as a performer, this is what you do. You either fall in line or you lose your job. That's just the reality of it, folks. If you don't think so, go to any wrestling school and they will tell you, you can be as unique as you want to be, but boy, you better fall in line if you want to get that paycheck, whether you love it or hate it. That's very true. That's very true. Because... I gotta tell you folks, man. Like I said, I was never a big, you know, fan of Roman. I never like I just was like, Okay, so Roman won, whatever. Then when he came on that Monday night Raw and said, I you know, you all are gonna regret booing my ass 
And sure enough, all the fans that turned around booing, they started cheering, you know, not cheering him, but they were crying. It was like an emotional moment. It was like, holy shit. How long, you know, has this, I mean, Granny, for 10, for 10 years to keep that as a secret? Yeah, I, mean, I know. It's, that's kind of amazing because, like, Big Swing says, don't they take blood tests? Well, no, they, I mean, I don't know the whole protocol for WWE doctors and what they go through. I just honestly don't. But from what I can tell you folks is, is that um, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that he kept that a secret for 10 years, but I'm also amazed that uh, he's been working rehabilitating and, you know, he was able to do some physical work in the ring last night. That was great. I mean, it was so... It was so emotional to see him moving about, not on a cane or in a wheelchair or, you know, hooked up to a machine. Nah, he's kicking cancer square in the ass, folks. And whether, like I said, whether you're AEW, Pro Ring of Honor, whatever, even you all have to admit that what he said last night, whether you're inspired or not, I don't care. You know, that to me says, it speaks volumes. And <clears throat> why some people come back, it's I'll tell you why. It's because it's for the love of professional wrestling. You can't deny if you've ever been a part of the business, whether you decide to do it as a hobby, then you're just a hobbyist to me. But if you decide to do it as a career like Roman and the rest of them, and you know, this is your only career, this is all you've ever known. Now, let me tell you, the reason why you come back to professional wrestling is because for the love of the fans, for the love of the fans cheering you, booing you, chanting your name, whatever the case may be. Like, on real, on the real talk, man, um, God bless you, Roman, because I don't know of many people that have the privilege of saying they're in remission. So, <clears throat> I, you know. The reason why you come back is because you do it. You do it because you love, you cherish, and you honor the fans. That's why we do this. Not for ourselves. Some of part, some parts of it are, but mostly what you do is for the people that pay for their ticket to see you, to boo you, to cheer you, because that's our job. Yes, that's true. Um, very true. If you are doing it for yourself, great. But missing the point. And that's just... It's just not... I mean, if you're doing it for yourself, cool. You know, keep it a secret. I wouldn't tell the fans that. But I, I will tell you this before I go. Um, if you'd like to tune in next week... Be sure to do so. <clears throat> Join Granny Holster and myself next Tuesday right here on Russell Radio Network. Times may be changing. They may not. If you'd like to message me or Granny, send a message to WrestleRadio forward slash Facebook.com. Russell underscore radio on Instagram. And on Twitter, you can send me to uh, Brian Rails. 5,000 So 
That's all I have today, folks. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, and I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Hoekster has to say, what you going to do when Granny Hoekster goes crazy on you? Join us again next week, fans. Join us next week and join Fisher and I tomorrow at uh, 1230 Eastern, 1130 Central. Dig it. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.